0: Back, Christmas is all around. Oh my god, it really is, and so is Omicron. <laughs> <laughs> Loving life, mm. festive. <laughs> I forget I said that. It's fine. We'll li- live in an alternate reality where Christmas parties are not cancelled and everything's fine. And we'll live in the Love Actually world. Yeah, we're fucking Hugh Grant's prime minister. Can you imagine how much better that would be? Uh, and he's sticking it to the man, okay, the fake George Bush. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It's love, actually. Is there a more classic English Christmas movie? Uh god it's just I don't think there is it's so good so we went to we went to watch this at an actual cinema last week yeah and it was everything <laughs> it was great like watching it in a cinema setting because obviously I don't think I did at the time we would have been like nine, 10 19 years old <laughs> yeah younger than Sam we weren't ready to see like bare tits <laughs> nah, nah. Um, but it was just so good like it was like it was a new movie again. Watching it yeah. in the cinema, honestly, it just gave it a whole other dimension. oh so what we thought we would do because it's so you know multifarious a movie, you know, there's so many threads going on, so many storylines. We thought we'd go through each one separately. Yes, <laughs> we're going through character by character. We're not missing a thing. Scene <laughs> by <a> scene, <laughs> we have also. <laughs> ranked the stories from worst to best and we're gonna start with what we think is the worst one <laughs> all right so starting off with our least favorite storyline we have <laughs> colin colin Frissell, and he's got a big knob, knob. <laughs> <laughs> i mean i say i hate it i don't actually it's actually hilarious but you know i mean it's fun it's a it's a great time <laughs> for the <lulls>. laws <laughs> It's also kind of gross and it's very sexist <laughs> Colin from Basildon I do not care that he's an America and he has a British accent he is not oh. getting those ladies no and like oh, oh, for the English I just feel victimized by the all the English accent stuff and they're like oh say bottle <laughs> water and I'm just like path (laughs) you're the ones that say it weird (laughs) the one part that I do love is like before he even goes to America when he's at the the wedding yes um, I do love that talking to the caterer who's like well what do you do I'm a caterer don't do weddings do you because this food is awful yes I do (laughs) actually did this one (laughs) which I found out earlier um that scene was supposed to be in Four Weddings and a Funeral. Oh! And um, it got cut, and then they, like, redid it for this movie and, like, reshot it. Oh, of course, because it, it's Richard Lee Curtis, isn't it? Both of them. <laughs> Richard Lee Curtis. Oh, my God. my God, i wrong. <laughs> Richard Curtis. Oh, <laughs> Jamie <Jimmy> Lee! <laughs> I love it, but no, I love that bit. Yeah, so that was that was meant to be Hugh Grant's character in Four Weddings. That makes sense. They love giving Hugh a, a goofy yeah. line, don't they? Yeah. So you know, it's a great scene. There's really not a lot more to the story, other than him just going off to Milwaukee, which is like the randomest place he could choose. But you know, sure, it's probably just the cheapest flight he could get. Look, I hope he has a great life. <laughs> sure, enjoy yourself, Colin. Yeah, it is just like watching a teenage boy's dream and I don't want to be in a teenage boy's head Mm -mm. oh god no (laughs) I have put in second last place the um the Snapey Snapey, (laughs) (laughs) Snaperson story just not because I don't enjoy it because I do like it's nice you know it's well done but it, it is just, very well done it's just horrible to watch it's just so sad Joni Mitchell just tops it all off honestly yeah <laughs> the picture more heartbreaking oh god it's so heartbreaking to put it to but like yeah and I was reading earlier that apparently well this is probably just a hearsay but they're like she was channeling her real pain from like her divorce from Kenneth Branagh and like how he cheated on her or something oh my god <laughs> oh god it's so emotion it's, it's a lot and ugh, I just find Imi the other reason this makes me really sad and why I've put it down the bottom is because like I just feel like it sullies you know the great Alan Rickman's memory <laughs> because I just see him in this I see him as this horrible sleazy pathetic character <laughs> responding to the open legs of mirror on the Oh chair. no! Don't. Do you think they o- they overblow it a bit? Oh my god, <laughs> like, massively. A, a character is like an actual character. Literally wearing devil horns to the Christmas party. <laughs> I can't believe. Please, I never noticed how weird that was before. So weird, and she literally only wears red throughout, like the whole thing. I swear, like red underwear, yeah. red dress, like red devil horns. Like, could you be more obvious? Yeah. She's the devil. Like <laughs> it wasn't a very nuanced storyline. <laughs> it's really not. It's just like. She is the devil <laughs> I mean it's I guess kind of the point Is that it's like a cliche Like that he's You know Shagging his secretary Or whatever Because mm-hmm. And like How that makes Oh it's just the bit Where Emma Thompson's like You've made me feel foolish And you've made the life I lead foolish to Oh god oh. It's Bloody pits And then how at the end Like they So he like Gets off a plane Or whatever And then She's just kind of like Hello Nice to have you back And then they go off And you're just meant to like Think that They've just gone back to normal, but obviously everything's going to be a bit shit from now on. Oh. They must have used the uh, relationship therapist that Steve and Miranda used. <laughs> <laughs> she gets everyone back together. Oh my God, she does. I like, funny enough, found an article earlier and it was like, they got a relationship therapist to like, dissect all of the relationships in love actually, and whether they would have lasted in real life. Oh no, did any <laughs> of them last? Wait, so, can I guess? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which ones do you think they thought had a chance? John and Judy. Yeah. But yeah, they were like, they've definitely got like a good foundation for a because They're always laughing together or something. And then, uh, yeah, Snape and Emma, Emma Thompson, they were like, well, like they've been through some stuff, but they might be able to work on things like with some therapy, yeah, yes. to, like get over it. And then with the Colin Firth one, they were like, I mean, they literally can't speak to each other, so it seems unlikely that they would have formed a connection. <laughs> Which is a good point. Even yeah, though it's one of my favourite ones, I also think it's one of the most stupid I mean, ones. it is ridiculous, but it is also my favourite. We'll get to that. <laughs> and the other great thing that this storyline gives us is the appearance of Rowan Atkinson as the, uh, oh, the shop Rowan. assistant. Oh, freaking incredible. Rufus apparently, apparently is his name. <laughs> I wouldn't what, I think, literally why is he named i know they don't even need to be yeah he has absolutely no he has hardly any screen time and no one speaks to him <laughs> and addresses him by name really everyone just hates him he's a nuisance <laughs> even so... we see him one more time in the airport yes, he's even a nuisance there do. so just fucking passport <laughs> i read as well that apparently he was supposed to be like a ghost character <laughs> And, What's that, that? and that so as in he was going to be like this benevolent ghost that just like turned up and like influenced the storyline and then or like an actual ghost yeah like a real ghost and then and then after you saw I him I think that was a metaphor no <laughs> and then after you saw him in the airport he was going to like evaporate into dinner oh <gasps> What? How would that have made any sense for the salvages scene? And then apparently they were just like, "Well, this is a bit much. Like, this isn't really going to work. It's going to overcomplicate things." And like the Colin storyline already really pushed it to the limit. Yeah, hilarious. <laughs> this also brings us the incredible one of my favourite lines: "There was more than one lobster at the birth of Christ." <laughs> Of course, we um. I found this like chart, like what do you call it, a flow chart or something earlier, where it's got all the characters and all their relationships to each other, which is very handy. Put it up on Instagram, and um, it gives everyone a little like job title, and like the daughter's one is just first lobster. (laughs) (laughs) Also, really makes me laugh that their son is called Bernard. Yeah. Okay, I have another fact about this. So. In every Richard Curtis film, apparently there is a character called Bernard. What? Apparently, there's a Bernard in all of the films, and it's because Bernard, <laughs> Bern- a guy called Bernard, stole Richard Curtis's girlfriend when he was when he was a kid or like a teenager. Oh my god! So Bernard is like his nemesis. <laughs> <laughs> why did he make it the little boy in this i don't know he, oh yeah because she's like my horrible son bernard oh my god that must be why she said that it's so funny bernard yeah. is the villain of love actually <laughs> apparently so oh my god that's an amazing fact great right okay that makes a lot more sense because i was like why are they calling yeah. it and i'm like six-year-old child bernard do you remember that book there about like it's like a kid called bernard and you gets seen by a monster not now, Bernard. Oh uh, no. I thought you were <laughs> gonna talk about Bernard's watch. Oh Bernard's watch though as well. Iconic Bernard. I love how it's like no kids called Bernard, and we've literally just given two examples <laughs> of Bernard's in popular media. <laughs> Up next. Kira. Kira and her child childhood marriage. <laughs> Kira the child bride. <laughs> oh my god and um and her creepy stalker i need to look up how old she was in this or do you know oh yeah so so when it was filmed she would have been 17 yeah (laughs) yeah Again, this is like one of those things that you're like, is it romantic or are they a stalker? We've <laughs> really got to think about it. <laughs> I know. It's like kind of, I mean, obviously a lot of people think it's really cute, that scene where he comes and holds up the, the signs. And I'm just a bit like, oh, don't know, man. Imagine seeing that video of you. I know. Like, it's really creepy. I think mean, it's fucked. Yeah. I mean, I don't... I don't i imagine getting married and like one of john's friends made that video of <laughs> you and you found it in their house and you watched it back like you're actually gonna kill me in my sleep oh my god like I know. all just close-ups of our head like he literally mm. cuts everyone else out it's really it's messed up terrifying but did you look did you love all the memes there in lockdown where it was like me on zoom and when she's like i look quite pretty <laughs> <laughs> Just looking at myself in the in the webcam, like, oh, <laughs> oh my god! I'll say, like, biggest statement that I'm going to make about this whole film is mm. that I like her hat, <laughs> and everyone else can shut up. It gets such a bad reputation, <gasps> and I'm not having it. Love a hat, yeah, I do. I do sometimes make some controversial hat choices. <laughs> I think I would wear more hats if I didn't have such big hair. They don't fit on my hair. That's fair. That's fair. (laughs) They're not my friend. I just can't even believe as well the house that they live in. It's just stupid. It's like a little muse in Notting Hill. fucking muse houses. (laughs) Apparently they're like £6 million. They make me and Andy like actually angry every time (laughs) we walk past a muse. They're like, fuck off. Uh, (laughs) The hilarious thing that I found out recently about Andrew Lincoln, who plays the, the may or may not be stalker, mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mark. So like his real name is Andrew Clutterbuck. And then we we had a high school teacher called Mr. Clutterbuck. And there I was can't like, be many Clutterbucks. If they're related. There must be like three. Yeah. I was going to talk about their their wedding at the very start. I mean, it's a ridiculously fancy, like I have no idea what jobs they have, but like they must be loaded. Their wedding reception is on the Thames. I know, (laughs) I was thinking this. Is that actual joke? Imagine what that venue would have cost. My <laughs> co-nightly like, is seventeen, so like, I just feel like, she doesn't. She's not a big earner. yet She's an yeah. intern. She's on like, minimum wage, three pounds an hour. <laughs> literally. <laughs> they don't explain his job or anything either, do they? So no idea. No, you just you got no idea. But yeah. I'm kind of obsessed with her like feathery wedding dress. Oh, yeah. Or I think it's like a top and a skirt.
1: Yeah, it's It's, a, it's
0: kind of insane, but it's a look, I'm into it. Mm-hmm yeah i mean their wedding's kind of cute like i like the spontaneous singers that pop up yeah yeah that is very iconic which was apparently inspired by like a scene from the muppets (laughs) i don't know where this came from but (laughs) i didn't expect you to finish that sentence with the muppets (laughs) oh Oh, the muppets is canon but no it's it's a very entertaining story yeah it is it is it's a weird one oh I don't want to talk about this one but let's get it over with so the Sarah and Carl I think this one's the saddest yeah I find it really really sad but it also really frustrates me because I'm just like come on like oh, can you not turn off your phone for like half an hour like let's be literally. honest it's not going to take you that long <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you're both very keen <laughs> exactly <laughs> put it on silent for a little bit like you'll be grand yeah yeah it just it doesn't owe me i'm like this guy you know he's just a beautiful man this is your chance to be happy for once and you just can't do it you can't do it but it is yeah i do think it's like a nice realistic portrayal of like life as you know someone's carer which is really shit and hard so yeah yeah no definitely I like that I mean yeah that's just not really an area of life you see in movies much especially kind of big like blockbuster type movies like this yeah so I do appreciate that about it good to see the like representation of that experience and that yeah it's obviously really hard yeah and that she sacrifices a lot Um, Mm, but But then she also really loves her brother because she loves him yeah yeah, that's what's really nice about it it's like she she does so much affection yeah and her brother and like that's what she puts first like which is really lovely yeah that's the thing it's like that will always come first yeah Um, but be sad it's a it's a bittersweet yeah she's just too good for this world I know I love how she says Carl as well Mm. Carl (laughs) Carl i don't know was brazilian apparently that guy i think i, I was assumed know. he was italian or something i don't know i thought he was french yeah <laughs> <most> ambiguous. <laughs> ambiguously international he's just Carl. got a sexy accent could be <laughs> uh-huh. one of many yeah oh he is really beautiful the international Although, designer <laughs> he does kind of have like curtains going on but I think in 2003 that was a look um I feel personally victimized so I have <laughs> <right>. <laughs> but he's got that like you know the two yeah. like and then the the hair that gets longer as it goes down the layers no, very well, a haircut which has now been overtaken by Essex boys which is a very different vibe oh yeah for sure, Air through the ages, <laughs> yeah, it's a historical document. <laughs> so next on my list, I've got I've got Billy Mack. Oh, great! A fun one, <laughs> Bill Nye, just absolute riot. I love it so much. He like actually might be my favourite one. Even yeah, though he's not. You know <laughs> what I mean though. <laughs> I think he's got. The best lines in the whole movie. Like, absolute brilliance. (laughs) Kids, don't buy drugs. Become a pop star and they'll give you them for free. He's uh, good. I love that he's just like grilling into blue. Yeah. Oh my god. The Ant and what deck did blue do to deserve this? <laughs> We've got little pricks. <laughs> oh, it's such a two thousand and three vibe. That scene. Ant yeah. And deck and blue. Like that's a real show, right? Was it? I don't know. I feel like it was a Saturday morning show or something. Mm, or like the, the top charts or whatever CD UK or something Oh my god that rings a bell That's something like that Yeah it quite, it quite possibly was When well, we had to wait for songs to come on TV or the radio yeah. to hear them And to like hear what was number one every week <laughs> Did you ever try and record like on the video machine? Oh yeah definitely I just yeah and like Lime Wire and all of that <laughs> we got oh, a bit yeah. older like pirating <laughs> all of the music And then fucking going through all of the songs one by one and adding an album cover to them oh my god yes because you just couldn't have them bare <laughs> no it's like i need my itunes to look good and i put in like the album name and everything yes honestly oh i spent doing that yeah it was a real important activity that was therapy in 2004 <laughs> before people knew what mental health was oh my gosh that <laughs> oh, he goes on radio watford yes <laughs> the radio interview is amazing by my festering turd of a record <laughs> <laughs> we all know the record's shit <laughs> oh i've also like seen things saying that like the true romance of love actually is between him and his manager yeah <laughs> it's just such a pure relationship <laughs> so nice I love that. No, he's horrible to him. He's like me and my fat manager, oh my God, how many times does he need to call his manager fat and Ugh. ugly? There is a lot of fat shaming in this movie. So I'm just much of that out there. Yeah, there really it's is. Pretty bad. God, like, multiple storylines. Yeah. Yeah. Like we'll get on to the, the Natalie stuff. But then Ugh. yeah, there's a lot of there are a lot of references to him being fat, and it's just like he's really yeah, not back in 2000, So Everyone just loved to make jokes, fat shaming people. Yeah. Oh my God, yeah, it's going back to Bridget Jones and everything. Everything like, yeah, pretty harsh environment, <laughs> honestly. Yeah, the tabloids, of the two yeah. new Need I remind you of Heat Magazine? Oh, geez, so even And I used to buy that shit like regularly, same, loved it, didn't we? All yeah but you know we didn't know any better I guess at the time no it was the adults that were buying it that were really in the wrong. I think I saw Billy on the tube once oh amazing love him not in character (laughs) he was naked with a guitar (laughs) oh my god I wish (laughs) oh it's so good I do love that bit when he's like he's like if I get to number one I'm gonna strip on on tv on Christmas Eve oh yeah then you see him doing it in the background and he gives Mr Parkinson a preview yeah (laughs) so good you know he ends up with his manager on christmas eve or is it new year's can't remember let's get pissed and watch porn (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm glad they had like one of the love stories as a friendship yeah so cute i love it should we go john and judy next see like yeah this is this is one of my absolute faves There's not not a huge amount to say about it, I guess. They're they're not in it very much, but (laughs) it's just so pure. I love it so much. It is. It's just so cute. Do you think they're actually making a porn film, though? Because I never thought that was the case. I mean, I thought they were, just uh, based off, you know, what they're doing. but then I was like no porn would be this high budget like no exactly why would this this porn need to be in a fucking venetian hotel yeah and like when they zoom out not only is there the whole like venetian setup there's like water and everything there's like the canal (laughs) entrance oh wow I didn't notice that I think it's just like a really raunchy like period drama or something and they're just doing the like the sex scenes you know yeah fair <laughs> that was the vibe got, but I love how awkward the cameraman is and he's like can you just uh lower the nipple <laughs> <laughs> to your face and um just start massaging <laughs> I love the bit where he drops off at him and she's just like all I want for Christmas is you <laughs> <laughs> it's so cute it's Robo. like the cutest line in the whole thing yeah. apart from maybe Summer Sam's oh yeah of course but yeah it's so mm. pure and then he does his iconic little jump off the stairs oh yeah Woo-hoo. love it i think we should get into uh the prime minister yes did you know that tony blair actually when he got into office was actually like i'm not i can't like live up to this character and like stand up to america like this what a- oh my god really he like made a reference to it in one of his speeches or something oh god it's so funny i mean it is a lot to live up to the president's stuff is insane. The POTUS. <laughs> the fact that he literally, like, changes, decides on foreign policy based off, like, <laughs> the fact that the president has annoyed him with the woman that he fancies is mental. But he, like, didn't even see them kissing. Like, he basically just, like... Brush some hair from her face. Yeah, he obviously did something a bit inappropriate. And yeah, then David's yeah. like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, it's so funny. But like, yeah, it was really, someone's like, he's like a hybrid of George Bush and Bill Clinton. Billy Bob was a great choice for that. Yeah, he does it very well. So good at being sleazy and fucking creepy. Oh, there's some really horrible people in this in this segment though. There like is. the woman that works for the Prime Minister as well, like she's pretty horrible. The one that calls Natalie fat. Yeah. <laughs> And she, like, agrees to have her fired, which, like, someone pointed out line, it's actual sexual harassment. Yeah. Like, getting somebody fired or, like, moved jobs because you fancy them. It is insane. That? I love how we're just here to, like, point out how all the parts that aren't romantic and are just inappropriate. <laughs> we're <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like that's stalking uh that's such harassment. <laughs> oh, Honestly, God. Though, it's literally what it's like when you re-watch like 90s and nineties movies I know but look he makes up for it by offering to kill her ex-boyfriend so that's <laughs> entirely yeah oh I just I love her intro scene where she's just like I had a horrible feeling I was gonna fuck up on my first day <laughs> oh piss it <laughs> Piss it, which no one has ever literally, said. Literally, no one has ever said that. I'm also like, I get it when when movies are like a 12 or something and they use like piss and stuff, like probably mm. too liberally, but you like, it's because they can't say fuck. But yeah. like, you literally just got to say fuck. <laughs> yeah, you literally just said it. Why did you need to say piss it now? It's literally like the famous five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poppycock. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, Martin McCutcheon is absolutely peng Fucking peng But like, she's gorgeous And then they're always going on about her being fat And I'm like, literally fuck off The fact that that is considered fat in like 2004 Is like the most insane thing (sighs) I think it was just a really horrible era of like super skinny models like basically anorexia was rife. Yeah. Models and actresses and stuff. Yeah, it's what we were saying before If like this was prime like tabloids paparazzi being all mm. over like Britney Spears then everything yeah. like went wrong with paparazzi like fucking harassing and like ruining Britney Spears life and like yeah. magazine and like do you remember this thing called the circle of shame? Yeah and pointing out people's cellulite and stuff. Yeah, it would literally do circles around bits that were considered bad like because they were too big or cellulite or a wrinkle or they would constantly yeah they'd put like pictures of people with like a fat roll because they'd bent over to get their sun cream on the beach or something and they'd be like oh she's put on weight like it's disgusting it's such a horrible time like yeah, grim. So, like, she would be considered fat then. <laughs> like, that's the most mm. insane thing. Yeah, but it's, like, a real, like, element of her character. Like, she's, like, oh, yeah, the chubby girl. And then her family call her Plumpy as a nickname and stuff. And it's just, like, no. I know. God, yeah, I don't like that at all. It's so horrible. Gross. Grim. But then we do have the iconic dancing scene. <gasps> oh, <laughs> oh, one of the best scenes. Which apparently... Hugh Grant really didn't want to do I've heard and they had to basically too. force him into it yeah because he wanted it to be more of like a serious character and they were like did you?" yeah and originally it was going to be like to a Jackson 5 song or something and then they they were like back and forth about what song it was going to be for ages oh Interesting, it did. It is kind of a random song, so it's just like a Girls Aloud hit from the time, yeah. <laughs> I know it's a cover, but it's great though. But then I guess Girls <laughs> Aloud were really big at the time, yeah, they were probably they like were. the biggest English girl band around at that time. Just love it when the housekeeper walks in, he's just like, Hey, uh. <laughs> Can we move the Japanese ambassador to four (laughs) o'clock? Oh, it's so good. The only bit I wish like was different was that it was longer. I always think it's over way too soon. (laughs) It is. But no, he's got some great moves. Snakey hips. (laughs) Snake hips, (laughs) grunt. Apparently the whole of like the Downing Street bit is just a set. That upset me a little bit. I mean, I didn't think it was actual Downing (laughs) Street. (laughs) They just vacated it for a few days to let the phone <laughs> crew. And then we've got the um the scene at the end where he starts knocking on the doors to try and find Natalie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Loki, one of my f- <laughs> favorite bits when he starts singing "Good King Wenceslas," and then his driver <laughs> joins in, and he's got the deepest fucking voice <laughs> in the world. And he like rolls his ass. He's like rum bump. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> From the feast of Stephen. <laughs> Do you know What's the only other thing that I find really unrealistic about the whole Prime Minister bit is when he turns up at the airport at the end? Like, so basically, I found this article and it was like, all oh, the things people don't notice and love actually. And they were like, why is he flying on a commercial plane? As yeah. the Makes Prime sense. Minister, and I was like, this is a good point. <laughs> yeah, I just wouldn't that absolutely. happen. absolutely. <laughs> Their big scene at the end, though, when the curtain opens and they're kissing, and oh, they yeah, smile and wave. <laughs> Smile and wave, boys. (laughs) So do we think they lasted? Well, I can't remember what this relationship therapist person said. I think she was like, they've started off in a bit of a weird power dynamic, but like it could work because they clearly have interests in common. (laughs) (laughs) Like... politics biscuits yeah fucking love a biscuit <laughs> chocolate digestives definitely start off on a bad power dynamic i should be like oh I remember you fired yeah. me because you wanted to fuck me but now we're together <laughs> <laughs> i'm not seeing it no nah, that's a fling in my eyes i think it's like a very a very hot sexy fling me for about mm, six yeah. weeks and then that's it <laughs> fizzles out i've got in this position liam neeson and, and little oh, sam and joanna. and joanna but it is very very cute so. and i do love it okay let's do it god it just starts off so sad like I the know. funeral the song and then, like, that they play when they start playing yeah bye bye baby oh can't handle it it's horrible yeah and the girl the girl that he's in love with She's adorable And I also found out earlier that When she sings her version of All I Want for Christmas is You They actually had to get her to sing Less well because They thought that people would think She was just lip syncing to Mariah Carey That was how amazing she Man, sounded I've heard this too They <laughs> yes. like, like inserted breaths and stuff as well To make it sound more yeah. natural Imagine being that good I mean she still sounds Like what a flex I know, literally. She still sounds almost like auto-tuned. Like, that's how perfectly she sings. But like... (laughs) Love that they were like We need to make you A bit more shit Because people just Aren't going to buy it Yeah, like, this isn't A primary school performance To be honest <laughs> I mean it's not to be honest, but... Yeah it is insane Oh so funny Honestly love it <laughs> And it's so cute Seeing their relationship Blossom like him And his stepdad Yeah Oh yeah And he calls him dad Towards the end I wonder where his Like birth dad is We never really Know about that Oh yeah they never Mentioned him Do they yeah. But you know At the end He's going to get Claudia Schiffer As his new stepmom I so. honestly like can't get my head around that whole storyline because like claudia schiffer is real in the movie but then she's ah! in it ah! acting as someone else love it so meta oh do you know what also breaks my heart about this is he actually did lose his wife oh, irl yeah. you know natasha richardson God, was that before or after this this that was after this movie mm. to be fair but it's kind of like foreshadowing what actually yeah. happened yeah yeah it's a great big scene to finish on at the end with little Sam running through the airport Mm. someone pointed out though that this would not happen like post 9-11 because you just can't like (laughs) a barrier at the airport like you'd probably be arrested (laughs) yeah well this was post 9-11 though yeah I think that's what someone's saying like it doesn't make sense really yeah I mean that's very lax security isn't it (laughs) he just yeah (laughs) just runs over doesn't really get in any trouble they're just like off you go you little scamp stays out running them across like a whole airport with a whole team of security he's a little nipper he really is little legs I love it I find it like Funny that when he Finally gets there We don't even see the scene Yeah I think they filmed Something for it But it just Maybe it just Didn't really come across well And it was just a bit Too awkward And I think they were like It's best to just cut it And be like It's Mm. done (laughs) <laughs> leave it to mystery but then she comes back afterwards and gives him a little yeah kiss. that's very cute oh when he turns around i don't know why he's doing like a number one sign oh, is it because it's like she's the one she's the one or something <laughs> that bit makes me cry when he runs back oh. over to him yeah it's so lovely do you know i feel like they filmed a lot of stuff for this and then just cut out a lot of stuff it's it is quite long anyway yeah. but yeah apparently they f- they had ideas for like a, a few other storylines that, that they didn't end up doing like they were going to have a same sex relationship between the um the head ma- mistress of the school and like her partner or something oh. and then they cut that out which is a real shame because yeah it know, is sad that we have no like queer storylines great to have yeah but then um this is an incredibly heteronormative cisgendered movie oh yeah it really is and then they also had one with like a girl in a wheelchair apparently that was cut out God, oh, they literally just cut out all the interesting diverse storylines i know literally our favorite but at the same time relationship that i see is doomed to failure maybe the <laughs> most but like for some reason it's yeah. still my favorite <laughs> (laughs) Literally go from like barely communicating to getting married. (laughs) Sure. Anyway, it's Jamie and Aurelia. He's not in a good way because he's just found his. Girlfriend in bed with his brother. Come on, big boy. <laughs> oh, God. I hate that girl with a passion. Oh. She's so gross. Come on, big boy. I want you at least twice before Jamie gets home. Can <laughs> we think, was she faking that illness? Because she had a red nose and everything. Oh. I'm like, did you literally like. Yeah, I feel like she must have been right. She just wanted an excuse. How do you fake a red nose? Did she get a blusher up on her nostrils? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe she Put a load of red blusher on there. you sick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sick. <laughs> oh, you whore. Uh-huh. Oh, I just, yeah. I mean, she's meant to be the villain, obviously, but. And oh, it's just, oh, it's really sad because he's like, I love you and stuff. And she's like, I know, what's the thing? But they're like, oh. I mean, totally not his fault, but do you not see that coming a bit? Have yeah. I said I love you to someone like four times like he did? And were, yeah. all the responses were, I know, get out. Or like, yeah, just go. <laughs> like, fuck off, baby. It's off. <laughs> You're like, Hmm something to think about but no I'm very happy he did leave and uh to meet her because it's still so great and you know I'm a sucker for like anything language-based <laughs> Another have a linguistic romance <laughs> I just oh the scenes where they're like trying, just, trying to try and talk to each other <laughs> each in their own language and like saying the complete wrong thing is just very charming yeah Jamie's just very like bumbling yeah but these Classic were like Colin. all the characters he did at this point, weren't they? Like him and Cuba oh, yeah. were just given the same characters. Stereotypical bumbling Englishman character. <laughs> the the one bit that does annoy me is when he's writing his novel on like typewriter and like all of the pages fly away like literally who does he think he is like a tumblr teenage girl oh my god computers existed Colin in 2003 you could have been writing it like a normal person and saved it but no you had to go and jump into what is apparently only a 12 inch deep lake (laughs) we you know that i, I looked it while i was like reading about it and um so that it wasn't they weren't actually swimming they were just like kind of like kneeling and like pretending to swim because it was really shallow no way yeah i love all these facts they great yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean anyone that doesn't make copies and writes a novel on a fucking typewriter in 2003 deserves what they get yeah <laughs> i do love the bit where they're splashing around there going and she's like, there better not be any eels in here. Watch out for the eels. Bet you found that triggering. Classic comedy. Oh my God, stop. <laughs> eels are my biggest fear. Actual phobia of eels. <laughs> <laughs> I also read that apparently Colin Firth like, filmed all of his scenes first because they like, weren't really sure whether the movie was going to work or something. Oh, really? They just got him in early, just in case. <laughs> mm. Yeah. I guess it was a big gamble, like... It probably was really expensive, this movie, because there's so, so many famous actors in it. Yeah, and I'm trying to think, was this kind of the first one of its time? Because after this, there was a few, like... Mm, ensemble. Yeah, there was, like, Mother's Day and New, New Year's Eve. Eve. Yeah, it was the start of a genre. They weren't Richard Curtis, were they? No, I didn't think so. No, they're way more American. <laughs> um, I don't think I've seen them, actually. They're not very good. This one's way better. <laughs> But yeah like it became a thing In the noughties didn't it And like Yeah definitely If this was the first big one I guess it was a bit A bit wild Yeah Bit of a gamble But it's paid off I love it It's good fun Oh my god it's so fun Do you know what's hilarious I found out Is that the So the Portuguese girl um, Her real name's Lucia Moniz Or something She represented Portugal In Eurovision Fuck off <laughs> how amazing is that when like uh, a few years after this like was filmed I think oh like God. she says she's like mainly a, mainly a musician <laughs> that's amazing yeah I love her family like the bit where he goes to like the restaurant with the they're all following him around the streets <laughs> no, but it's just like getting more and more convoluted and I'm like he's gonna kill Aurelia <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh but then again, the the sister is, like, the real butt of the joke. Oh, I they're know. they're, like, really fat-shaming her as well. Yeah. Horrible jokes about Dunkin' Donuts and stuff. Yeah. And like, 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 oh, ew. my God, yeah, please marry her. Like, yeah. horrible. And she's, like... Say yes, you skinny moron. Something to, yeah, it's, to Aurelia. It's just like, no, we didn't need this stuff. Come on. This Lee, 2003. She, um, the sister has a great line, though, when she's like, definitely go for England, girl. You'll meet Prince William, then you can marry him instead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> people were obsessed with Prince William back then. Like, people, of, people in other countries, like, oh my God. I think everyone thought when he was like an el- eligible bachelor, like, everyone thought they could move to London and marry him. I think they really did. <laughs> Like I feel like We're kind of On the cusp Of remembering this Because I mean Well this time We Mm. were like 9, 10 Yeah But I do like Just about remember it There was mentions Even in like And Mary Kate And Ashley film. I remember Mm. they mentioned Prince William In the winning London Yeah Because he was probably like A teenager At this time I don't know Or like Yeah Late teens or something Prime bachelor at this point Yeah. Yeah But like Oh there would just be So many stories Like I remember there was A story about Like him and Britney Spears is <laughs> and they probably literally just like shaking hands at yeah. bend, and and it was like really? all over the tabloids but, like <laughs> maybe they were gonna get married <laughs> the big scene when they're when you find out that they've both learned each other's language is very yeah. cute. oh my god like probably the line that I quote the most is um <laughs> he asked her to marry her yeah, marry him she's like yes that will be nice <laughs> yes it- <laughs> Yes is being my answer. <laughs> Me Aww. and John say that to each other all the time. Yes is being my answer. I love it. He's like, you learned English? He's like, yes, just in cases. <laughs> That's adorable. So this is my final fun fact of the day. But Ooh. apparently a lot of the hugging bits, you know, when they've just got like random people, like yeah. a lot of those were filmed secretly by like airport crew and then they Aww. had to ask the people afterwards if they could use their footage yeah they did seem really natural so it's very na- yeah it's very like oh unposed and nobody knew they were being filmed kind of thing I love Great. that that's like yeah. one of my favorite closing oh so emotional movie ever I think it's yeah. just so cute just leaves you like full of love love actually is all around us (laughs) it really is oh well there you have it it's our definitive ranking of all of the (laughs) actually storylines yes that no one asked for (laughs) it's your favorite line i feel like i've said so many of them already but i'm actually worried we're gonna say the same one right now oh i don't know what's yours I hate Uncle Jamie <laughs> That is an absolute classic Also by the way Obsessed with You see him like Packing presents For his family And he's just bringing Them back like Fucking garlic Oh that he's brought From France Yeah literal strings oh Of garlic <laughs> That is hilarious I honestly think It's gonna be One of Bill Nye's lines Yeah My festering turd Of a record Yeah great <laughs> mm, Favourite outfit uh... It's obviously Mia's Red devil horns <laughs> It's Mia's Halloween costume that she wears to the Christmas party. <laughs> no, mine's the um, the little um, Santa hats on the boobs that are on the artwork on the gallery wall. Love them. Especially the ones that are upturned because I don't understand yeah. the gravity. But I, like it. <laughs> I love that there's like some little girls that come in and they're just laughing. He's like, it's not funny. It's art. <laughs> That's it. I think my favorite outfit is joanna's big off oh. at the end she looks great that was the fashion of our time that was yeah like Does she have like a little crop top like cardi thing on i can't remember i think it's got like i think it might have one sleeve on it and then <gasps> one side's like a strappy and then ultimate 2003 yeah and then the bottom it kind of like goes into a point like a triangle oh. Oh yeah. And like glittery jeans. And she has body glitter on, <laughs> like all on her arms and shoulders. my god. And like yes. things in her hair that are like I miss those. She things. was the zeitgeist. Oh, she was <laughs> like oh, she's <laughs> obviously the coolest girl in school. Like, oh my god. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if there are any, like, other great fashion moments, to be fair. No. (laughs) It's not really the focus. It's not terrible. (laughs) I mean, it's very naughty. There's lots of, Mm. like, middle-aged women office wear, but not on middle-aged women. Like, office wear... Mm. Like, I remember this, like, as a child, like, as a 14-year-old, I got really into, like, A-line skirts and, like, knee-high boots, but, like, flat ones. It was, like, peasant skirts or something it was called, wasn't it? And, like, pinstripe shirts, but I just, like, wore them. (laughs) yeah for no reason it was a look at one point like office wear kind of thing yeah wearing office wear as a teenager it made no sense (laughs) but we did it (laughs) preparing ourselves for the corporate world yeah I look way less professional now than I did when I was 13 definitely (laughs) finish up for a life lesson (laughs) well I mean I think it's quite clear that office all around us (laughs) christmas is all around (laughs) come on and let it snow just embrace christmas yeah embrace christmas (laughs) embrace love tell the person you've been stalking that you love them (laughs) expect a good marry someone even though you literally can't speak each other's language and have no idea what they're saying (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i hope you enjoyed our little run of christmas content oh i guess this is us for uh for 2021 right yeah but um we'll be seeing you very soon in the new year we'll seeing you 2022 we've got literally so many movies still to talk about yes. so merry christmas everyone to all. jingle those bells oh. <laughs> merry christmas to all and to all the good night <laughs> follow us on instagram at nostalgia fix podcast and twitter at nostalgia fix pod that's right yeah <laughs> or you can email us at nostalgia at gmail.com and please rate review subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on and we'll see you next time